Welcome to the Created to Lead podcast. We are your hosts, Sammy and Alex. This podcast is here to inspire you to pursue your God-given dreams and to rise up to the leader you were created to be. Join us as we learn, grow, and lead together. Let's, Let's go. go! Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Created to Lead podcast. This is Sammy. And your guest, Alex. Yes, <laughs> I we guess. are. Yep, we're changing things up today. I want to know Alex's story. We haven't had a chance to actually go in depth with with both of our stories, and uh, I thought that this would be fun to, uh, just like any of the other amazing guests that we've had up on our podcast up to this point, I thought it was time to get to know Alex's story, and I don't fully know it. Whoa. Okay. So we will now fully know it. <coughs> dun, dun, dun. So Here where do you want to start? All right. Well, let's start with your upbringing. Well, no, 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 oh, no. We're okay. going to do it like we do it for everyone else. All right. Who is Alex Christian? Well, I did a podcast two weeks ago, and that's what was the question. And I said, someone who believes they glorify God by giving their very best in every aspect. So good, man. All right. Let's start. I don't always give my very best, but I strive to do it. Yes. No, and I definitely know that about you, that you definitely strive every single day to give it your all. And I okay. Think you do I thought you were going to say, I know you don't give your no, best. No, Alex, <laughs> I am not. No, no, no. <laughs> I believe the best of you, Alex, always. Uh, let's start with young Alex. Young Where Alex. were you born? What was your childhood like? And, and let's go from there. Born in Orange County, California. Grew up with... Um, Which city? Mission Viejo, okay. California. And grew up in a great area, great town, um, just a, a good place you'd probably want to raise a family at cool. that time. Yeah. Um, and did the public school thing, did K through 12, played hockey for a long time, was oh, a captain, was a captain for two years. Cool. Um, and then I was like, well. That's why you like winter. Uh, oh, yeah. It's all coming together. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, thought about going and playing, um, you know, for a college and I just went, no, this is, I'm not into this. And there were people who were a lot bigger than me playing and I was like, I don't want to play this. So, um, went to community college and then I went to Vanguard university where I got a degree in biblical studies, um, mm. thought I had the calling to be the pastor, to be a pastor, um, and then I just went, no, I don't, I don't think this is for me either. Actually, I just, I felt like I didn't have, uh, maybe the patience for some of the things that pastors have to deal with on a day to day basis. Uh, certainly wanted to help people, but I just didn't feel like that was the way that I wanted to help people and be used by God. So did that, got married at 22, went to night school, uh, worked, went to night school, married to my wife. And then four years later, we had our firstborn. And then two more years, we had our second. And then we moved to Idaho. And then we had our third. So uh, we were just super busy. I had a couple of businesses, had one that Sammy and I were connected to. And that's kind of how I met Sammy. Mm -hmm. And did that for five years and didn't feel like there was much traction being done. Uh, And so got out of that started a different business, and then um, somebody recruited me to do the same business I was in. I wasn't smart enough. I didn't know you could actually sell a business then, so I just let the thing go and mm. just went to work for them. Wow. Okay, yeah. a lot to unpack there. Yeah. 
Okay, going back to your childhood a little bit, do you have any other brothers or sisters? Any I siblings? do. I okay. have a half-sister. Are you older or younger? I'm younger by 10 years. So my half-sister wow. is actually adopted. Wow. So my dad, in his last marriage, um, they couldn't have kids, so they adopted my sister. Uh, she was a drug baby, mm. and uh, they adopted her, I mean, uh, I want to say weeks old, not months. Wow. Yeah. Now, something I know about you is you've always really had an entrepreneurial heart and spirit. Does that come from your childhood or where where do you believe that comes from? So I saw my dad. um, I never knew my dad to have a job. Um, Yeah, he never did. He owned a construction company since I was alive. He owned two franchises and then he had another business and uh, he worked a lot. He worked he probably woke up every day around three thirty, four o'clock wow. with those two businesses. Hmm. And I just, it, it, it didn't seem weird to me to own a business. And it's kind of interesting now when you meet people, when you're in your thirties, you hear people say, well, that's a lot of risk. And I was like, man, I, I just, oh, I, maybe yeah. I was sewn into that. I don't think that's actually true. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a risk just being at a quote unquote, safe and secure job. Mm-hmm. Now, something I remember having a conversation in the past is just how much you look up to your dad. Mm-hmm. Um, why? I mean, I don't know if this is a weird question, but why is that? Any specific qualities or things that you saw growing up and maybe even now as you're older that just has really impacted you and stayed with you? Well, I would say the biggest one is seeing the adversity, adversity that he overcame. Um, I never really saw my dad get scared. It was, um, so he had this partnership with somebody and that partnership had an agreement and that agreement wasn't fulfilled and pretty much the whole business got destroyed in a week. And so, um, he had to rebuild a business in three months and he built that and he sent his family to Hawaii and he sacrificed a lot. Actually, he sacrificed his family, his health, his person, all the personal hobbies, time, to recreate that business and then that business was successful it's it's stayed uh, sustained itself for 20 years wow. and then covid happened mm. and then you went from making money to no money overnight and then he went and knocked on doors of businesses trying to see if he could be a service to them and then now today he's uh talking about potentially selling so wow. i've just seeing him after adversity, after adversity, figure it out and continue wow. on. And I definitely have seen those qualities exhibited in you as well. <laughs> so definitely like father, like Thank son. You. Thank yeah. you. So, okay. I'm fascinated about you going into potentially pastoral ministry. Yeah. Um, now, so when was the moment you just, I guess, knew it wasn't for you? <laughs> I don't know. Me and my wife, were we were uh, young adult leaders and I really enjoyed that. And actually, if I had to do it, if if that calling was there, I probably would want to be some kind of young adult getting out of high school college pastor because um, I feel like those that's just kind of like a weird place in life where mm. you don't really know your community. Mm. Um, you're either going to college or you're getting a job or it's just kind of a weird time in life. But um, I think I just saw some things that to me seemed very minor <laughs> and that I felt like, okay, well, once again, it's an adversity. You can push through this. You can overcome it. And some people just like to um, stay in it. 
and mm-hmm. that that became became kind of like well maybe there's other ways I can help people who actually want to strive mm. um, and change and then some people just want to and this isn't a knock churches for people who are unhealthy but um, some people just want to stay in that world and I was like maybe there's other ways I can do this so yeah well the cool thing is full circle you are actually a pastor now and it's to your household. That's right. That's yeah. right. Oh my gosh. I thought you were just offering me a job right here oh, on the podcast. No, we'll, we'll talk off air. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So Tracy, mm-hmm. obviously your amazing wife. Yes. How did you guys meet and when did you when did you know that she was the one? So I met her um I was so it was a young adult's time. I was eighteen out of high school and somebody invited me to a young adults group. And I went, oh, this is cool. And I didn't know that young adults group didn't really mesh with the Sunday service. And so it was like Sunday service young adults group. So it was kind of like the young adults telling the church what they were doing. And so I went in church and Tracy was there and she did worship with Mm. a guy next to her. And I thought they were married (laughs) because she was wearing a purity ring. And I was like, oh, well, okay, there's no chance there. And then they sat down together and then uh, we got to know each other through Young Adults Group. And our first time actually hanging out was we did um, a lunch packing. It was like it was a service for um, Haiti and all the things that Haiti had experienced. So we were doing Mm -hmm. this like two hour lunch packing for Haiti and got to know each other more. And uh, I was pretty set after three months. She says that she was on a trip in uh, for what was that? It was like a a music worship event she was on, and she was like, man, I really wish Alex was here because she's mm. an introvert, and she's like, I could definitely just talk to him forever. You know, wow. she's very... I agree. She needs her energy recharged. <laughs> talk to you forever, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. So you said after three months that you knew that she was... Yes. Wow. Yes, and then we were married, Um, I want to say two years later. Wow. When did you tell her after three months that? Oh, yeah. She thought I was breaking up with her when I told her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do well, remember that. How did that conversation go? Uh, we were, uh, we were in the mountains for something related. It was like, uh, it was a, it was a, a retreat. That's what it was. And <laughs> we were talking about the Bible. And I have no idea what I was talking about because I, my mouth goes faster than my brain. <laughs> And so I said, well, you know, like how Paul calls us to be single. And he says, like, you know, I wish you'd be single like me in Corinthians. And then I kept talking. And uh, she was like, <laughs> and she was like, well, can you go back to that part about being single? And I went, oh, no, no, I'm not breaking up with you. I, you know, I want to marry you. And then we clarified all that. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Clarity equals love. Yeah. So she thought I was breaking up with her when I told her I wanted to marry her. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. When did you tell her you wanted to marry her? Was it after three months? Uh, it, it, yeah. I mean, it had to have been three or four months afterwards. Wow. And then was that your proposal or did you have No, actual... my proposal was, uh, probably, probably six. Probably a year later. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And so, okay, fast forward. Um, you now have three children. Um, but before we get to the children, you were a part of a similar business like we were. And we don't have to go into too much in detail, but uh, life lessons or takeaways from, from walking away from that business? Um, 
Well, I feel like I'm learning this less than every time it happens, but when mm. you hear in, in the back of your head a voice that says that something's unethical or something's wrong here, you should probably get out of it. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that lesson constantly, and I yeah. still haven't quite figured it out, but I think that was <laughs> one of the biggest lessons. But the other thing is um, I, I think I did learn how to work hard um, totally. and smarter, but yeah, there were, there were things about that business that could have been done much more efficiently. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> okay, so becoming a father. Well, yes. I guess before we go to that, becoming a husband. Um, for I guess first years, you guys were you know four years without any children. The first year was so much fun. Yeah, and what happened after the first year? Uh, I got into a business I shouldn't have been in. <laughs> that was the one we just yeah. talked about. <laughs> okay, uh, but the first year was great. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, you're learning a lot. One year was oh man, it was it was so much fun. So silly. I remember one time. Just lightheartedness. It's just lightheartedness. Oh. I came home. So I was going to school at night, but that was only once a week. But I had a lot of homework I was doing. But I came home one night. We live in this terrible apartment and a fire truck. The walls were paper thin. A fire truck like blew by sirens. And so Tracy's looking out the window like, what's going on? And I come in. I guess she didn't hear the door close. And so I'm standing there like contemplating how do I not scare her right now? And then she sees my reflection in the glass and screams. So things like that was great. Just having a good time <laughs> yeah. scaring your wife. Epic. <laughs> and I've never tried to scare her. It's just it seems like I'm really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, how many years of marriage now? Uh, 10 in December. Congratulations. Thank a you. decade. Mm-hmm. Gosh, man, I remember. Well, a decade six. 12, isn't it? A decade is 10. Oh, a dozen wow. is 12. Oh, see, I learned something new every day. <laughs> a dozen is 12. That's right. <laughs> it's okay. It's been a long week. Edit. Uh, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm I always tell Ty, whenever we have, I mean, it's not even like a, I joke, it's not a long day. It's just a long life. Yeah. You know, there's just, there's stuff always. Um, okay. Almost 10 years. Yes. A decade. Okay. Now, okay. It's not a century. A century is 100 years. <laughs> okay. So a decade of marriage. Um, any advice, words of wisdom? Yeah, I just got some the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah? What is it? Um, and I knew this, but uh, you cannot treat your spouse like an employee. Mm. Expand on that thought. Um, you know, when you, you strive to be the best in your professional life, you want your home to be the best, too. Mm. And that can come at a very rigid um, cost. And... Uh, I had somebody who I was talking with on coffee a couple days ago and we were talking about that. And he said, yeah, he said, you put a plan together, you execute, you make sure it's done correctly. And he said, it doesn't work like that at all at home. Right. And so. Yeah. How do you find that balance? Uh, balance in what way? Balance in the sense of um, having a work life, then shutting that off and then coming and having a home life because it can look totally different right well i'm pretty grateful these days i'm going through a health challenge right now that have taught me to really balance that and so i don't know maybe it took a health challenge to really balance it but realizing that i'm not here to build my kingdom i'm here to build god's kingdom Amen. and i'm just trying to create more and more of a simple life mm. um it's funny when you get i i don't know maybe this happens to people younger, but when I hit my late 20s, my early 30s, 
it felt like opportunities were abundant mm-hmm. and I kind of had big stars with eyes on it. And mm-hmm. then I went, I kind of went, okay, well, just because it's an opportunity doesn't mean it's something good right. for my family. Mm-hmm. And so really trying to live the simple life and, uh, in practical terms, the latest I work now is till six. Mm-hmm. I really strive for five today. I'm going to be home by five, but that's kind of the practical terms. Um, I do, keep a day-to-day journal of what I'm trying to accomplish. And one of those is for my marriage. One of those for the kids. So a good piece of advice I got was what is your weekly goals? And that could be bills to pay. That could be, uh, what do you want to do with your oldest? You know, what is, what do you want to do with your spouse? Monthly goals are great too. Um, but I try to do that. I love it, man. Yeah. Yeah, we had a conversation uh, last week. Was it last week over lunch? And I remember I asked you a question. So, uh, so when are you thinking of moving to this particular city? And you were like, you know what? I'm good where I'm at for a very long time. I'm like, whoa, curveball. Um, tell me more about that. So, yeah, we were just talking about, I think in that conversation, contentment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've definitely seen a lot more of that uh, in your life this year for sure. Well, and I was uh, on that. I was just sharing about the Lord to somebody yesterday and he's just, I just get the sense like he thinks he needs to define himself by hours, Mm. by what I've accomplished in life. And I just feel really sad for him because I feel like that's a terrible way to live. Mm. And he he just comes across like, I haven't accomplished this yet in my life. It's like, well, who cares? Yeah, (laughs) it's all good. What, uh, what do you want to be defined as? Alex um, or by well, I think I, I stated at the beginning somebody who gave their very who strove to give their very best for the Lord, mm-hmm. um, but somebody and you're a perfect example of this somebody who could be there for somebody, um, and somebody who wants to just love their neighbors and love the Lord. Mm-hmm. I think is what I strive for now. Hospitality, we've been learning a lot about, mm-hmm. and we've been having a blast doing it. Cool. I feel like it's been a bigger thing in this last month hospitality has become a much bigger thing for our family and having others over and having families over and making those connections and inviting them to our homes. Why is that so valuable to you and your family? Well, one, I think it's just being an example to my children Mm -hmm. of what it looks like to open your doors to others. And I don't know. I think you get a really good sense of a person by being in their home. And, um, you know, I just... I just want to create stronger relationships in my home, in my area. And I want to be a light specifically in my area. Um, You need to, you know, I could go be a light in China for sure, but I want to be a light in my area. Yeah. Love it. Okay. You touched on this, um, having some health challenges. What are are you learning? What in in that season of, (laughs) in this season, I guess this is modern day talk. So um, health challenges, um, what are the, the lessons you, you believe God is teaching you? Well, I'm a control freak. So, ah, so this is out of control. This is out of control. <laughs> yeah. So the news it definitely is cause it's not yeah. something that you've done. Yeah. The news is and uh pre-story. I've never really abused my body, no drugs, n- n- hardly any alcohol. And uh, I was given news that <laughs> pretty much you have this genetic disposition and there's nothing you can do about yeah. it. <laughs> And you go, uh, oh, I'm going to die tomorrow. Well, <laughs> thank God that is not the yeah, news. Exactly. Yes. And, uh, but I don't know. It really, it, I don't know why I took this, but it just really humbled me and mm. um, gave me a much more uh, heart of gratitude. And I think, and maybe this was the reason why I shared the Lord yesterday, is 
it's given me much more of a passion to share Jesus with mm. others because, you know, nothing else really matters. Right, me going end, to yeah. a job and making money doesn't really matter to me. Um, well, sewing into my children matters because that's for the kingdom and sewing into my marriage matters. But right. other than that, none of it really matters. Yeah. No, I love, I love, I love this. Uh, I'm not going to say new Alex. <laughs> Maybe I should say new Alex. I think this refined version of Alex <laughs> has been really exciting to see uh, because it's such an encouragement to me, just the simplicity that you're striving for. And I've always strove for it too, or strived for it as well. But I think seeing it firsthand is really exciting, like in real time, Yeah, you know, like just having your priorities straight, having perspective on point and just realizing it's, it really is all about Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. yeah sometimes it takes, you know, a, a health scare or health news to put that in perspective, but whatever it takes, I'm glad it takes, you know, yeah. and it is what it is. So, um, I know you're going to be healthy and live a long, healthy, healthy life and, Thank God that uh, you you learned this a lot sooner. Yeah, as I've learned is and good news. And I think that's a, an encouragement to men. Yeah, is go, go get, get checked, checked out. out. Yes, I mean because we're both in our thirties and we've both had I, unexpected health things. Probably well, next to Austin Tolpin, <laughs> I'm probably one of the healthiest people I know. What, in what terms about me? Of, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but honestly, I I I've never taking my health lightly right and i no, for sure. thought i'm like wow i can't control it <laughs> no you can't as, so, as much as you try yep wow what a lesson you know i was listening to uh, who was it i think it was Love. uh it was an interview with uh with a singer and she was just talking about the theme of her life right now is learning to let go uh and she was just talking about how she was in the music scene like 20 years ago and totally walked away from it all uh, let it go. And now she's stepping back on the music scene, but with a heart of letting it go as well. And how much, and, and learning how much freedom is in that is learning to let go, to be free and to allow God to be in control. And I kind of hear that from you kind of learning to let go and, and, and have a heart of gratitude. I know you touched on that a little bit earlier as well. Yep. Absolutely. So cool. Uh, if you can write a book, Alex, not chat GPT, but if you <laughs> could write a book, uh, of, of life lessons, or just the story of your life, what would the title of that book be? Um, man, I got to give that a thought. I would say the first one is no, you know, believe that you're more than what you were told. Mm. Um, I, I, I think just knowing that you are capable mm -hmm. of doing it. Um, and I just heard this. And I think maybe maybe it'd be something to fathers too. I don't. I'm not sure, but people who uh, struggle with, you know, if they're or men, I'm I'm gonna go back to men. Right. If they think they're not capable of doing something, a lot of that comes from their fathers mm. and whether they instilled in the confidence that they can actually achieve it. And so it may actually be something about fathers and sewing into them, and um, they definitely remember. They definitely remember what you said, but they remember a lot more on what you did and, right. and what they saw. Yeah, and it would be. It could be something more to fathers and the power of fathers. Yeah. Any advice to fellow fathers listening to this episode right now? So into your children. I mean, yeah. Um, it's easier to create the life you don't want than the life you do want. Mm. And wow, say that again. It's easier to create the life you don't want than the one you do. Wow, because the life you don't want, create it, it, there's no effort. There's no effort. Mm, there's no so intentionality on it. If you're a man with boys, yeah, 
I, what are what are you doing to get the one-on-one time? Mm. Especially if you have three or more. Uh, I'm really trying on a two-week basis at least to get some one-on-one time with my oldest. And I've seen just behavioral changes from that. Big like time. So I took huge. him to a business meeting. Actually, this is funny. I took him to a business meeting. He sat there. I got him a burrito. I had coffee. <laughs> the other guy had coffee. That's awesome. And uh, How old does he remind me? He is almost six. That's awesome. And he sat there and um, he did his letters and numbers while we were talking about life and business. And I said, you know, I just really appreciate your behavior. That was a very important meeting. And I'm, I'm glad you got to be a part of it. And he just gave me a hug. And he felt important. Yes. That. And I got to go to work a lot with my dad and see I love it. what he was doing and what he was accomplishing and building. I think it's just so valuable for, the, for our kids to know that they are so loved, so valuable, and so important. And that no other relationship is more important other than the Lord that comes before you and your children. Um, and, of course, your spouse, right? Um, especially work or professional relationships. And um, and I think that our kids saw prior years ago where we might have put other relationships ahead of them. Yep. And so we're very intentional now for them to know you are our best friends. You are, the, you're, there's no other people we'd rather spend more time with than you, our children. And uh, so, yeah. I've tried to, well, except for maybe the gym, if I'm not at work or a child can't be with me, I'm trying to take them wherever. I, I love that. Somebody. That's that's kind of a goal. I got to go to Home Depot. Who wants to go to Home cool. Depot? Cool. You know, something along those lines. What a great example. I love that. I'm going to implement that more in my life for sure. Cool. cool. Thank you for inspiring me, Alex, <laughs> as you always do. <laughs> Thank you. Well, as you know, I know we've mentioned this in episode, I think, one. But uh, so much has happened in a year. Um, and we've seen a lot. We've seen a lot of leadership, as we've talked about in, I think, episode one. Uh, what inspired this podcast is we've seen good leadership. We've seen not so good leadership. Um, and that is still the case modern day because we're constantly meeting people. We're having meetings We're you know, God has given us the opportunity to uh, just be around, you know, communities and, and all that. And has your definition of leadership changed, Alex? Well, let's go ahead and, and discuss this. But obviously this podcast is called Created to Lead. So, Alex, if you can define leadership in one sentence, how would you define leadership? Well, I would say, gosh, it is the influence part. Yeah. And I hate to be that corny and all I took it. And we've had probably three people say the yeah. same thing. John Maxwell, thank you. <laughs> but I think um, to, to that and dissecting that more, it's how to influence because different people are influenced mm. by different ways. Right. And leadership isn't management. But how I lead this child is not how I lead the other child. Right. This and you may have to lead a CEO, even though you're not the CEO. Right. And so, so true. how how you lead, um, I and I I don't really have a cut and dry one sentence of how that is done, but it's it's kind of more of leadership is a huge aspect of discernment, and knowing this person acts like this. And this sets them off, and this gives them joy. Mm-hmm. And it's not a form of manipulation; it's more discernment. Right. Wow, love it. So I guess you would say your not that your definition has changed. I think your definition has been expanded on yes. as your level of influence changes from person to person. Sure. And it really is learning how to. I mean, people skills is key. <laughs> it's yeah. huge. Is taking mm-hmm. cues, uh, but learning how to work with all kinds of people is good leadership. Yep. Wow, add that to the list. <laughs> learning to work with all kinds of people. Absolutely. Um, Alex, we've asked this question before. It's actually one of my favorite questions. If everyone 
right now, had the opportunity to, I don't know, tune in right now to this podcast or see it on TV or something, and you just wanted to share one truth with them that you wanted every person in this world to hear, what would you want that person in this whole, every person in this world to hear right now? Um, be a dad. Be there for your dad. Be be there for your sons. They need you more than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, and your daughters. And your daughters, yeah. definitely. I'm I'm thinking more in terms of men and yeah. their relationships with their sons, but, um, you know, and yeah, absolutely. Now that I'm thinking about it, daughters, obviously, but be a dad. Be there for your kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't spend seventy hours a week. It's not um, worth it. Nope. So into them, and then give your very best, and don't rely on talent, um, because mm. it's not. It's not really going to get you far. Wow. Do your very best. What will get you far, Alex? Uh, being disciplined, being dedicated, being loyal, um, and above all else, being above reproach. And mm. when you see something is wrong, call it out. And if it's not dealt with, leave. Wow. Powerful words. <laughs> Love it. Anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? You got the platform, Alex. Oh, I don't it's know. Yours. This is it. Don't worry about money so much. Just, uh, you know, embrace uh, the Lord's kingdom and be joyful in what he's given us every day. Amen. And we talked about, like we talked about last week, we'll probably have to re-record again and again the contentment episode and title it Contentment Again. <laughs> and the next we'll record it, contentment again and again, yeah, again, again. Because we are constantly being reminded the importance of contentment. That's yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I know personally and also for you in your life. Yeah. Wow, Alex. Thank you for sharing so much words of wisdom. I mean, I'm inspired and will be implementing a few things in my life because of what you've said. And I know others will be inspired as well. So thank you for joining me today <laughs> as a guest, <laughs> knowing your story. What should we title this episode, Alex, based uh, off of what we talked about? What do you want the title of this podcast to be? This is your This is my episode. podcast? Yes, I your podcast know. episode. Just what are we a, titling it? Just an average guy <laughs> trying to do the Lord's will. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> we'll see if that makes the yeah. final cut. I'll think about marking mine. just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> but, oh, uh, average. I'm not clicking uh, on that. You're uh, definitely uh, above <laughs> average for sure. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. And as always, the best is yet to come. Yep.